This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. And as they say... All good things have to come to an end as we're in Griffin Park, Huddersfield players rolling around on the floor. There's been all sorts of time wasting going on. There's all, there's all sorts of cheating and everything. But I don't want to sound better. At the end of the day, it's Brentford nil, Huddersfield won. They came here. The Cowley brothers have done it again. They've shut up shop with the Huddersfield and they've got the three points out of this game. And uh, to be honest with you, I'd say it's a fair result, but sometimes you might have a look and say that we probably didn't deserve to get three points out of that game maybe one but it wasn't quite what we were expecting a little bit of a gutter and uh, well it's a little bit of a gutter this wasn't it it was very gutting I really dislike this northern cloggy time wasting type thing uh, first half I thought was pretty even uh, no real chances on goal from anyone uh, second half we looked quite bright first 15 minutes. We had a few chances. They got their goal. Shut up, shot. It was just really frustrating after that. Lots of niggly fouls. Loads and loads of time wasting. The kind of game that becomes so, so frustrating when you're a Bees fan. But uh, we didn't show enough in the end. We just didn't show enough. And uh, their 1-0 win wasn't deserved, I think. But uh, maybe a draw. Frustrating is the term that's been used today. I mean... We came here, we thought we'd get four wins in a row. We thought it might catapult us right up the table. But I think it's probably a bit of a reality pill, don't you think so? Yeah, disappointing, frustrating, I guess. Reality, Huddersfield looked fairly solid, fairly useful, took their one chance. Not many chances great again, really. Even when we possession, I don't think we really worried them. Lots of balls into the box, which is unlike us. We didn't really get on the end of any of those. And still that worry about how we're going to really create chances when we need to turn a game around but you know, no, no one had a bad game particularly it was just frustrating I mean listen this is your first ever football match as well you've come over from South Africa literally flew in today yeah. I mean obviously you, you watch your Blomfontaine play you know about the Kaiser Chiefs you know about the once a pirate always a pirate Orlando Pirates how did this compare to what you see back at home? Unbelievable atmosphere um, I thought the fans were fantastic uh, both sets of fans, so Brentford as well as the Huddersfield guys singing all day long. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a fantastic atmosphere. And uh, yeah, credit to Huddersfield. I thought Brentford were very good in the first half. Huddersfield grew um, into their own into the second half. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, we saw a nice strong finish from Brentford. It just wasn't enough today, unfortunately. 
like I said, a lot of frustration here on the terraces, hoping that we get the result, and, and, and it just, just wasn't going to happen today, was it? No, nah, it never was. It, yeah. Huddersfield, it was always going to be a one-goal match, and, you know, if you had Huddersfield got the goal, got a goal in front, they were going to sit back and uh, never, never concede anything else. Slightly disappointed with our performance today. Did we leave everything on the pitch last Monday, possibly? But Huddersfield, very professional. I use that word advisedly. I mean, time-wasting, tactical fouls, a bit of uh, shenanigans going on. But we really didn't look like scoring today. Watkins didn't have a very good game. None of our front three particularly did. Uh, did. Disappointing. 1-3, lost one. Hey, we move on and we go again next week, really. Just a bit sad, a bit sad. And Ben Rama, I mean, he was uh, sort of one flick too many, don't you think? Yeah, there were. There was a bit too many trickery sometimes against a team like Huddersfield, who were the northern clogging, battling. You know all the stereotypes that you'd like to take. Sometimes you need to be a bit more direct. Yeah, there was a bit of fl- flickery going on, which didn't really do us any favour. So never mind. We go again next week. Frustration, depression. There's all sorts of words that's going around after the the, the joy of Monday night. We've sunk back to the depression of Saturday afternoon it wasn't the best was it no I mean you could argue referee sport the first half in my opinion but we just weren't crisp in the way that we know we can play um, but you kind of got to expect it you know it is the second youngest squad in the division um, you know I don't want to make excuses but you know it's all the euphoria of Loftus Road on Monday and you know back down to Worth the bump with this one but from my point of view we've got to be realistic just got to be realistic and you know we're going to get little setbacks from time to time but it's what happens at the end of the season and I think you know we'll continue to keep getting better but we're going to keep taking a step backwards but we'll go two steps forwards again Do you think I mean Monday night was massive you know, just massive because it was just like we needed to win that game. You know, we, we, we scored that last minute goal and it was that QBR. Do you think that actually kind of took it out of us? Um, so this game kind of, so I don't say pale into significance, but we just couldn't raise our, our bar in this yeah, game. Ment- yeah, mentally, you could see. I mean, just straight from the off, it wasn't the same kind of tempo in the same way that if you're playing QBR at Loftus Road. It's just it's massive difference. But, you know, what, what, you, you can't blame them I mean you, you, you expect that of them um, of players they're human beings at the end of the day you know it's like the FA Cup how do you raise yourself up against a non-league side it's impossible you know it's extremely hard to do so they went out there they did have chances didn't take the chances so you know we'll go on to Wigan and we'll beat them Huddersfield fans in the house here and very happy I mean obviously beginning of the season wasn't going particularly well for you but the Cowley brothers came in and they look like they've actually got you to be a team that's ticking very well I think we are ticking very well I think they've done a transformational role right they've uh, they've got together a a band of misfits people who didn't want to be in the team galvanised the team got the team spirit back and the team identity so yeah I'm buzzing I mean I met you buzzing as well I mean you know you were second in the form league we were top of the form league and you've beaten the team that's top of the form league so you've obviously gone top of the form league as well yourself I, I presume um, I mean, 
obviously Premier League last season didn't go particularly well but do you think that this is your time to actually kind of push up in the league well who knows I think so I mean we were we were like a stone dropping right but now we're, we're galvanised so we've got to look at consolidating that but uh, I, I must say as well what a warm welcome today at Brentford I mean it's fantastic every time I come to the ground but um, I did back us at 100 to 1 to be promoted this week so <laughs> I'm forever the Huddersfield town optimist right <laughs> obviously you, obviously you've been drinking so uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most, yeah, of the, most of the week to be fair yeah, that's right, that's right. so I mean Carlin Grant he was a player that was meant to come to Brentford from what I've heard back was in the day yeah, wow. yeah. yeah I mean he was he feels like uh, the best two million pound uh, striker we've, we've ever signed right I mean that's what he cost from Charlton I believe and he's he's been a revelation um, I mean he's the man at the minute he's making the difference for us and he made the difference today he's a one chance striker at the moment so you confident now for the season I'm confident we won't go down yeah I'm confident <laughs> we won't go down and I suspect Brentford will be at least in the playoffs by the end of the season because I think we met a good team today and I watched you against QPR on Monday night and you destroyed QPR so I think you'll be there or thereabouts Huddersfield fans in the house here as well today like I said oh, big, big Anderson the beaming smile like you know what I'm saying which is listen this is fair enough you come to Brentford we are as a friendly club you know we don't like losing to be particularly but also like you know we've got to take it and Huddersfield came here just like tell you something it was like two years ago was it three years ago when you came here two seasons ago you came here but March you were doing the March of promotion you came here you were really tight you uh, played some great passing football but also you were really strong and you beat us 1-0 if I remember there again today and I thought to be quite honest with you you're a good side and again you're looking like a side that is going back similar to what you were then yes I w- well I wasn't there then but I was there today and I was absolutely impressed I think we're since the Cowley Brothers came we're just tighter we've got new hope we've got new energy Everybody seems fitter and up for it, and the belief that David Wagner instilled in us is returning with a vengeance, and it's absolutely thrilling. Um, I just want to say that everyone here today has been lovely, and the food was fantastic. But the staff and everybody's been really friendly. I thought it was a great atmosphere, and good to be in an old-school stadium right before your revolutionary change, which, as it came for us, it's coming for you. You've got goodness knows what lies ahead for this team I think we're both in a good position and I feel passionate about my team my heart is pounding I just thought we were great today I think Carl and Grant Bakuna we've got proper scorers on our side and we've got legends from the, the old guard like Schindler and Hogg and it's just the family and it's just it's just so uplifting and I'm proud I'm proud to be a town it's, in, it's interesting you say this you talked about um, Wagner alright he's a manager yes. that to be honest you, we, I liked everybody seemed to like we Wagner we loved him and also the interesting thing is also he had his own beer it's called Wagner's Gold did you ever see it up in Huddersfield it's brilliant well my brother is one to talk about that because he's a beer man in the family but yeah. I don't know about he that he had Wagner's <laughs> Gold and we actually went to the Huddersfield uh, beer and uh, sort of the, the, the food and beer festival actually yeah. which is just outside the station the statue yeah. we went there which was fantastic yeah, we had the old Wagner's Gold there um, Huddersfield fans and all that but we also like Wagner but he left in a little bit of a sort of cloud when you were in the Premier League he did don't you think that you know you lost a bit of your soul when you lost Wagner no <laughs> no we didn't lose our soul what he he re-energised and reawoke our soul because as you know up there with Arsenal our old nemesis from the 20s and 30s we were a club with a massive history and a massive heart and he came from Germany and he was like this, this sleeping unknown quantity and slowly but surely with his enthusiasm and his paternal instincts towards the players and his affection for the town and his family everything contributed back into a reawakening and he then left us, yes, under sad circumstances, because um, Dean Hoyle 
was ill and we lost our confidence. And then the second season, the Prem, it was just like the tricky second album. And sadly, it was pretty desperate times for us. And we, yeah, we shed lots of tears, but he went, I wish him well. He'd reached the end of the road with us, I think, and no hard feelings. I think he was, he was transformative. The guy following, not so much. I don't think he should have had that appointment. He was a bit of a weak doppelganger. And I think who we have now, we're in safe hands. And I'm absolutely thrilled because they seem intelligent, articulate, well-balanced, and they know the onions from the bunions. <laughs> I can't remember what that Huddersfield, Huddersfield fan said, but there's some sort of kind of conkers from the bonkers or something like that, was it? Bonkers, yeah, <laughs> some sort of northern stuff there. But they look pretty happy with life, don't they? And uh, I think they... Uh, I'm trying to work out whether we were poor today or whether they, were, they shut us out because the stats say we had only two shots on goal. I think seven shots in the game, which for us is pretty unheard of. And, unheard, of uh, unheard of recently? Unheard of recently, indeed. Um, and a bit like the England rugby team this morning, we, we on the on the back of a fantastic performance a week ago, we struggled really to turn up today. Um, I, one of the things I've been thinking about is whether we're better as a counter-attacking team, because I just wonder whether we have the w- creative wherewithal and the tempo of passing to open teams up like we used to. And I think that is something for the for the podcast to discuss, because I think. Uh, I think I know what the answer is. We uh, we look better when we're p- teams are pressing against us, and we can they come onto us, and we can um, we can open them up. But um, when we have to make the game and press on them and make the passes and open them up, I think we are we struggle. And that's and that's that's the thought that I'm I'm pondering on tonight, Billy. I mean, like I said, one thing we talked about the QPR game, big game, could have taken a lot out of us. Um, and is it, you know, it maybe is it as simple as the fact that, you know, you can't keep motoring like that. We've won three games in a row. We've done fantastically well. And after a while, you just run out of bit of steam. I think that could be right. Um, you yeah, know, there must have been a euphoria after Monday night. And, uh, you know, three steps forward, a, a small step back, perhaps. Um, I think we'll know a bit more about the next couple of games. We've got actually four decent teams that will four opportunities now in the next four games to take some points. And, um, why not, why not reflect on the answer to that question in four games' time? Because we should, in the next four games, we should pick up, we should pick up eight to ten points. I just don't see why we wouldn't. And if we don't, then, then I think we are, you know, we're a, a good, solid mid-table team that isn't going isn't to challenge. I didn't see much today that would convince me that we can put a consistent run together over the, next, uh, over the latter part of this season. That's my, that's my view. So back in the pub here, bit of time for reflection, uh, but still the three points hasn't hasn't appeared out of thin air. We've still got nil point from today's game, and uh, disappointment and frustration all around here. As uh, as well, the rugby didn't go to plan, and the football definitely didn't go to plan today, either, did it? No, not at all. It didn't. But I mean, you know, we can't forget it. we were top of the in the form chart in the past. What was it four, five games? You know, we were top of the form table. Huddersfield was second, even though they were maybe in what seventeenth, uh, sixteenth place before this game, and we were twelfth. You can't take away from the fact that they were in good form as well. You know, it wasn't going to be an easy game. You couldn't walk into that game going straight away. Yeah, easy three points just because we won our past three. Um, and I think the game, the game definitely was an it was an even game, hundred percent. We both were, both were attacking. Everyone was attacking. Everyone was defending well as well. But Huddersfield took their chance. Brentford didn't. 
and that's why they, that's why uh, Huddersfield oh, yeah. came out on top. I mean, I'm just wondering because obviously we were in a bit of a high. You know, we played Swansea. We played. You know, we played Swansea. We played QBR. Uh, QBR you know, we've had some good results there. Is this reflective, though, this result here? Because they, this team was very organised. And do you think that maybe just the teams that we played before weren't as good as Huddersfield? I, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think we came very fortunate in the teams that we played recently in our last three wins. Not taking anything away from our team performances, but the teams we've played have, have, have had blips in their form. You know, the times that we have played, the past three teams that we've won against, have had little blips in their form. But as well, though, you can't take over the fact that we have put three past them, you know. Just because the other team might have been in a little bit of form, you can't take over the fact that we have put three past them and that we have played well as well. Uh, but obviously then today, we come against a team that's also in form, and we're in form as well. And then it goes to show today what the championship's about, you know. But two teams are in form and they go head-to-head, whether you're playing at home or away, and Huddersfield's ones that came out on top of it, you know. But still, it goes to show, we did, I don't think we played badly. They, they just, they're, they're just ones that took t- t- the better chances. You know, they had the. I don't, I don't think they had more chances than us. I don't think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't think they had more chances than us. I think we probably had about the same equal chances. I've seen the stats, uh, but I think we, I think we played well. But they were the ones who, who executed uh, be- better than we did. You know. So, no three points, but you're, you're still positive, though, aren't you? Yeah, very positive. I, I think. The biggest issue at the moment is people are going to reflect on Brentford's performance today and see it as a negative, whereas we're kind of ignoring the fact that from the last three fixtures, we've absolutely dominated. Thomas Frank at the start of the season clearly showed he didn't truly understand the formation. We had about 10 transfers, including Nikos Corrales for the January side. So clearly there's a whole new side he's got to understand the formation of, and now we're starting to see a bit more collectiveness. We're starting to see a bit better of a team dynamic, which is fantastic. You can't win every game, which is unfortunate. However... People like Ben Rama had a bit of a terrible show, which although is, is a horrible thing to see as a Brentford fan, you've got to understand that not everyone's going to be on form every time. But I think collectively we're going to bounce back and do very well. I'm very impressed with our performance thus far over the last four or five games. I don't think this is going to be detrimental to the season. It's been a bit of a consensus that Huddersfield, who, you know, were bottom of the league, you know, not too long ago, but they're on the revival now. And, uh, you know, some people wrote them off because they were bottom of the league, but they proved to us that they are, with the right direction, a half-decent side. Yeah, definitely. Fair play to the Cowleys brothers. Um, I've, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of them a few years ago, as I said on the podcast this week, and I saw something completely different today. They, um, they had a team that, you know, battled very, very hard. They knew what they were doing. Uh, examples, Wemo, they were not going to let him have a shot on his left foot. They just weren't going to have it, and um, he didn't get any opportunity really to come inside. I thought um, they took Watkins out of the game. You know, they, they, they lit, I guess they marked him out of the game. There were no balls, very little played into Watkins, and um, and when he did have the goal in front of him, we, we weren't able to get the ball across to him. So well done, you know, well done to them on that. And then they hit us with a bit of a sucker punch when we dilly dallied around and. You know, I think we sort of gave the ball away and then we didn't really recover when they put the ball back in and it was all a bit... Yeah, just wanted, it, it wasn't great today. And um, fair play at Huddersfield. I thought they were very, very impressive. Um, I guess they're in the top of... You know, like I said, they're the other form team in the, in the league. So, as we said on the podcast, we shouldn't really have expected anything different. But, but like you said, Bill, 
Um, we, you know, we, we kind of have to take the, we have to win some games, um, and these sort of games, you know, and I don't want to say teams like Huddersfield because I don't mean that, and I'm really struggling not to. But you know, you, you, home games, you kind of have to get results, and I think Gary said that. So you know, uh, disappointing today. Yeah, I'm going to ask you. I mean, you say we've got to win these games. We've obviously come up against a side here as good, but the thing is that if we're going to be doing anything this season, we need to be again, as you say, winning games like this. But also, it's kind of like the football is, is what is how they stopped us from playing our game and doing what we had to do. You know, we had a bit of a free reign against QPR, against Swansea, sides who probably play sort of free-flowing football. But all of a sudden, the side who comes up and, and plays a different type of football and stops us from doing, if we're continually having problems against sides like this, we're gonna ha- there are also other things that we're going to have to change, aren't there? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not a new thing, is it? Um, we've seen it a lot. And uh, how do you change it? I mean... I don't really know. I don't... I... I'm sort of with the squad we've got. I don't really see there's many other options we've got. You know, you if you had a plan B and a, and someone you could bring on up front with 20, 30 you know, minutes to go, maybe. But, you know, we stuck with it against Millwall and it paid off and that didn't happen today. And maybe the Millwall game is, is the game that proves you should stick with it. And today was one of those games where even when you do stick with it, it doesn't come off. He, he, he tried to change it a little... He changed it tactically a little bit with um, 15, 20 minutes to go when Valencia came on. Ben Rama moved into the middle. We played with sort of two holding midfielders, I guess, in, um, in uh, Jensen and Norgard. Um, but I think we lost the battle in midfield overall today, and I don't think even with those changes we managed to sort of retake control of the game. So, yeah, frustrating. Um, like I said, though, can, you know, how realistic is it to win four games on the spin is, is maybe... Is it uh, were we due to lose to drop some points? So obviously a draw would have been much more palatable. So we go to Wigan, who are very, very good at home and terrible on the road, Wigan. But they get—I mean, literally—I think they get ninety percent of their points at home. So don't underestimate Wigan next week either. Huddersfield fan in the house, very pleased with your victory today, aren't you? Um, yes, absolutely. Turning, turning the corner, I think. We're turning the corner. We're catching you up in the league next. Yeah. I mean, tell you something, what did you bring it down to today? Because, you know, you've been pretty shocking at the beginning of the season, but you didn't look shocking at all today. Well, we stopped receiving goals. If you, if, you, if, you, if you keep a clean sheet, you might start winning games. You know, we, so we took our chance. Let me kick you out. I mean, Brentford today, I mean, for us, we weren't as good as we were, you know, have been, but we're not sure whether or not that's because you've stopped us from being as good as we have been as of late. Well, it'll be the first. That's not been our forte, stopping anybody from playing. So, that's the first time I've seen them this season. So, I've just, you know, I've been, I've been looking at viewing the fan, fan zones kind of criticism. They didn't look anything like the team I thought I was going to see. They looked a lot more solid at the back than I'd been led to believe they were going to be. Um, so I think we've, you know, we've turned that corner, we've stopped, we've stopped the ball, getting into the dangerous third of the pitch. And there's a good save by the keeper in the end. And your thoughts on Brentford? Um, I've always, I always enjoy coming, coming to this, this ground. It's a, great, it's a great place to come and watch football. I've got some good memories as a town fan from many, many years ago. Um, but it's just a nice place to be. Well, yeah. It's a, you know, it's a very mixed place. It's a nice. It's like London. It's like London in a football ground, and that's not always the case when you go to a football ground. When you say mixed, what do you mean? Well, I mean it's 
all corners of the earth are in the ground and that's true of London it's not always true of every, every football stadium we go to so London's, London's a very mixed racially mixed city that's not always the case when you go to stand on a football terrace I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean this it was today and this is Brentford yeah well, it is but you know I'm going to see Leighton Leighton's not as mixed as it is here yeah so final thoughts final pontification Huddersfield come down did Brentford all disappointed is it the end of the world no of course not the end of the world as you've you know as you saw well as we say recently three games we were, we felt as if we were up there um, and today you know one swallow doesn't make a summer one defeat isn't going to make you know isn't going to break our season I mean, so, I mean, so where do we go from here, or do we just carry on? Well, the thing is, I've said, I've always, and I think I said it earlier on in the season. I think really what we've got to do is use the first half of the season to try and stay in touch. Um, again, if bids come in for our best players, decisions might be made based on where we are. We, you know, we've fallen off the horse. We've just got to get back up on that horse. But again, we got Wigan. A winnable game, but then again, we, I guess we would have said today is. And then we've got a little run of games, which, yeah, it's a tough one. But, you know, we have to take every game. As I said, we say within three points of the playoffs come January, then I think we'll be in a good position. So you're confident that this was just a minor blip of a post-QPR celebration kind of run out of steam thing? Nope, I suspect that this may be indicative of our season, that we may go along with a mishmash mixture of results. Um, for, but I do think that if we can try and play like we have been playing, start picking up, I think we can. At some point, we're going to go on a run of 12, 13 games unbeaten. We need to be near the playoffs for us to be able to get in the playoffs when that run happens. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We lost to Huddersfield today. England lost to rugby today. It's not been a great day from the sporting perspective, but we're still keeping our peckers up. We're still keeping our heads up, and we look forward to next week. We've got a radio show Monday night, 8 till 9, on Love Pride of West London and Love Sport Radio as well. We've got a podcast next Wednesday. All I'm going to say to you is that start putting your download button on the podcast start actually subscribing so it automatically downloads to your phone so when you get up or you get on the tube it's right on there because we've got loads of bits and pieces coming up that you'd love to hear but other than that I'm a little bit guided but we've got one more game against Wigan next week and then it's the international window but still even though we've lost there's one thing that we always say at the end of this podcast as we give it come on you Come on, you bees. That was quite cool. Try again. Come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. They're just not very good at this, are they? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.